1: Today, we are reaching back into our archives to share some of our favorite stories with women over 40. Each of these women has started something special and we wanted to make sure our new listeners didn't miss out on hearing these conversations. Old or new to the podcast, we hope each of these stories inspires you to consider your own possibilities. Enjoy. Pursuing your future doesn't end at 40. In fact, it may mark the beginning of knowing who you are, what you're capable of, and what you really want. But knowing what's next and how to get there can be a challenge, especially when old narratives play on repeat. Liberty Road is here to share stories so that you can consider your possibilities, pursue your purpose, and move into your future with intention. I'm your host, Netta Jones, and we're here to listen, learn, and liberate dreams one episode at a time. This week, we've got a doctor in the house. We've got Dr. Sandra Lee, and we are so excited to talk to her about her dermal empire. Sandra, it's great to have you. Thank you for having me. It's lovely to be here. Absolutely. Um, I'm looking forward to getting a few tips, not just on business, but on skincare. Um, So we're going to squeeze you for all it's worth. No pun intended, by the way. (laughs) Um, So why don't you tell us a little bit about these multiple brands? I don't know if our audience knows that you have several platforms. Tell us a little bit about this empire that you've built. Well, um, I think that if I think that if
0: you're on social media, it's probably kind of hard to um n- not kind of see some of my videos that are out yeah. there, though those pimple popping videos that yes. you, that some of you probably detest yeah. and some people maybe become obsessed with. and uh, it's hard not to work. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard not to look. look. Uh, And that is really, you know, where this all started. This is, I'm known on uh, social media and on YouTube as uh, Dr. Pimple Popper. I am a, but I am a board certified dermatologist. I've been in practice uh, for probably, I think about uh, uh, 13, 14 years or so. And um, it wasn't until a little over three years away, uh, three years ago that I decided to post my work on social media. And uh, I just really thought that it would be... It's really interesting for people to see, uh, especially with a lot of the beauty sort yeah. of things that we see already on on and makeup, DIY, that yeah. kind of thing, that my my stuff was similar. And I thought it would be really interesting for people to see a little window into my world as a dermatologist. It's a very visual field. So yeah. I think it's understandable if you post pictures, people will relate to them maybe. And I got some attention. But actually early on, I happened to post a blackhead extraction video and um it got a noticeable in, um, increase in interest. I mean, I noticed people were tagging their friends or people were liking it, and I just thought, "No, huh, that's
1: what that's a that? weird, yeah. that's a weird
0: thing." Let me just, I'll just try to do that yeah. again. Let yeah. me see what ha- if that happens again, yeah. and it happened again.
1: And wait, so, okay, a timeout. Do you think it was because people were learning how to properly extract a blackhead, or do you think it was just the like no. horror of it all? Like, um, oh my god, it is, it is.
0: Uh, People liked it. Yeah, people. It 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 somehow. I tapped into something that people really liked and enjoyed, and that just like grabbed them and gave them a rush of endorphins, or, or yeah. you know, something. Something caught their interest. I think that though, as it grew, and part of this is why I think this whole thing grew is 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 that it actually does um, get attention from the opposite ends of the spectrum. Some people really love it and become obsessed mm-hmm. with it almost, mm-hmm. and some people
1: can't stand it. But either way, they tag their friends. Yeah. And so isn't that that's the how sign kind of, of like something that's like what? you've hit really hit a nerve is when people yeah. are on both sides of the spectrum. I, and I what yeah. I think, though, too, is that's how it grew. I mean, yeah. that's how it grew so quickly.
0: And but what happened then is when I did that, I then decided, you know, to um, post a full video on my YouTube channel, I had a YouTube channel that really had mainly my TV appearances i had been doing for like the past five years or so. And Uh, when I put it on my YouTube channel, all these other recommended videos came up and they were all blackhead videos. And I thought, what the heck is this? Why are there all these other videos on YouTube? Who's watching these videos? And through all that, I kind of I actually discovered that there was a subculture of people on the Internet that were on Reddit. And they were they were sharing popping videos, okay. And I was about fifty thousand or seventy thousand people. Were you at
1: the time, Doctor Pimple popping? No, this okay. was just before so, that. Okay. So
0: then I I thought I I they, I happened upon this, and I just. And they're all, you know, pictures of people showing they're so proud they have a big pimple on their chin, they're ready to pop. (laughs) Or, you know, they, they, uh, they, they have found a video on the internet of somebody popping somebody's cyst. Meanwhile, it's in their garage and there's dogs barking and beer, beer bottles open and they're using dirty fingernails and paper towels Uh, and things like that. So I just thought, what are these people? They're watching these videos. And you know, I, I do this, I could do this on a daily basis at work. This is what I do. And I could be their queen, you know, I could right. be their, I'm, I could provide videos like this for them. That's, you know, really strange. So I just decided to do that. I said, you know, I'm going to post some videos specifically on popping. Cause I knew there was more other popping things that we could do like as a, as a surgical dermatologist. And, um, I thought, what am I, I didn't know what Reddit really was. I didn't know you were anonymous. So I, but I knew that everybody had a name. So I thought, okay, I'll just think of a name. Let me do Dr. Pimple Popper, you know, and that's really where it, where it all came from. And, um, from there, I think I did that for the first time in October or so of 2014, uh, when it really got, so it was getting big then I knew something was going on there, but so I kept plugging away and, um, I think in March, BuzzFeed picked it up and they made a video like people's reaction to my videos. Mm. And that's when my phone, it literally, I, I had the notifications on for Instagram and I couldn't even get in my phone. It was just worrying. Like people were liking or joining, you know, they were, I went up like 20,000 followers oh in like a couple of hours. Gosh. It was crazy. It was crazy. And I thought, this is like a thing. This is like... Were well, you trying thing. to
1: figure out? So here you are. You have a practice. Mm-hmm. You've been on television as an mm-hmm. expert. So you've mastered these two areas that a lot of people, as budding businesses, are trying to do. You've right, got the practice right. and you've got the expertise. You're being you're you're being recognized as an expert. What do I do with this? Did you know what to do with that? You know, I I think that when I look back. Um,
0: really a lot all of the planets were aligned yeah. you know there was yeah. a lot of factors that could have really not made this happen um and for example my being 10 years out of practice like if I was new new newly you know in practice I don't wouldn't have had the the ability the mental you know you know strength to be able to do this you mm-hmm. know to post your own work on, on on the internet um and uh um just just that knowledge alone but I think that uh what it was is that I I sort of saw this, this was sort of an accident that this happened, but I saw this opportunity Mm. and I kind of seized upon it. I mean, that I was, I was working at it. I mean, every day posting something new, just literally throwing another log on the fire to see how it grow. And it's still growing, but it was really quite, it's, it's quite amazing. You know, part of it is for it to grow this quickly, but also, you know, if you look at some of the the specific data, like for my YouTube channel, for example, you know, I may have like 3.7 million subscribers. you do. But (laughs) there are people that have 10 million subscribers and they don't have a billion views and I have 2 billion views. So it's quite remarkable what's happening. It's it's these videos. are so just that people the watch. engagement,
1: the importance of yes, the engagement, engagement not is
0: big the subscribing. And it's because, you know, it's interesting. I take it you're not a
1: necessary what we call a popaholic per se. Yeah.
0: And that's okay. Yeah. It's okay. But,
1: you know, it, I love it's that there's interesting a name. it's yes. like it's like the you know all the celebrities that have the the, the fan base mm-hmm. and, that has a name like katy perry's kitty cats or whatever mm-hmm. There, like you have your, yeah. own, your yes. following
0: has i love yeah. that and i think uh, um what what's interesting is if you ask the people who watch these videos what they like about it yeah um it's it, it generally is in the theme of um it relax they relax yeah. them
1: I I was following up and I read about that or maybe it was part of the video, but Mm -hmm. it was almost this cathartic experience Mm -hmm. for people that it was taking them out of their day to day. And it was it's a bedtime story. They'll watch the same video
0: if they have a very anxious day. They'll go back to their one like pops video, like their mainstay. They're like, you know, and they'll watch it again. And uh, it decreases their anxiety. They say if they're having a panic attack, they watch these videos. Wow! I I think it's part of my voice too, maybe because I'm really relaxing for my patients. I try to make sure they're calm because the the thing is in dermatology, as opposed to other surgeons, we the patient is awake, so you need to make sure you're literally in their face. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, You don't want to act like you know, oh my gosh, what happened there? You know, you're not you're not going to be like that. Yes, (laughs) nothing, never anything (laughs) like that. Absolutely. So that was um, so people like that. And I think for some people too, it, it gives them a rush. It's sort of like watching a scary movie or yep. riding a roller coaster. You get this like endorphin yeah. and it makes you feel good. Essentially it's
1: making people feel happier.
0: And that's that's a strange thing, but it works. It's just yeah. what it is.
1: So when this was happening and you knew you needed to seize it, did you know what you were going to do with this audience? Did you know if you was the goal I need to somehow convert them into Becoming patients in my office because that's a national following versus yeah. a localized business uh, I don't think um
0: I don't think that's really feasible though it is shocking that people do travel from they mm-hmm. travel from other continents now to see me for pimple popping i mean that that's crazy that is but crazy. i mean I, I don't expect I wasn't really expecting that um I don't know. I think the motivation was really to prove that I could do it like that's just the way I am I'm like you know if I'm doing something I want to be the best I want to yeah. do something and make it good and and in fact I hadn't told people at this point uh, you know really before I my husband is a dermatologist yeah. and I didn't really tell him what I was doing Not until even a few months in yeah because he knows I'm busy I like to like do crafts he actually hates yeah. it because then I do all these silly crafts that don't help anyone else you know they're yeah. like wasting my time he thinks <laughs> So I, was, so I was doing something. I knew this was something. If it was working, he would actually be behind because it's actually doing something productive sure. for us. Sure. Um, yeah. And I actually, when I told my my father, who's a dermatologist too, he's retired, he thought it was absolutely ridiculous. You know, absolutely but ridiculous. Now until, he must be like, yeah. well, what? Yeah. I mean, he when I first told him about because I told him the first time when we went viral, when I went viral on BuzzFeed, I just told him, you know, I went like I have a viral video. He's like, what? You have a viral video? Mm. I said, yeah, it's on YouTube. He's like, well, what is it? I said, well, it's blackhead <laughs> extractions. <laughs> and he was like, what? Are yeah. you kidding me? That's that's just, that's the stupidest thing I've ever <laughs> heard. He said that. And the very next day he went to an Apple store because he was getting a lesson, you know, as a retired guy. And he said, you know, I want to post videos of my fly fishing adventures on a YouTube channel. Like my, my daughter does this on her YouTube channel. And the girl that was helping him said, Oh, I have to show you this new channel that I love. My favorite channel and was my channel, which was really kind of. He, I mean, the next day he came to me and he put his hands on my shoulders and he said, "Sandra, you don't have to stand on the line if you go to the Apple Store. You should go right
1: <laughs> to the <laughs> you front." Right yes. the- you know what? That is not a bad thing. Yeah, so at all. He, that was at respect. All. That was respect. So, in addition to your practice and the YouTube sort of—and really social media, Mm -hmm. not just YouTube, but social media prominence. There's also the Pretty Pimple, and there's the SLMD line. Mm -hmm. Yes. So those things— could be right. scaled and could get attention from that. Tell us about those yeah. two things first.
0: So what really happened is that, so I have this Dr. Pimple Popper thing. I have this YouTube channel that was yeah. in the time before all this apocalypse. I don't yeah. know you know, yeah. know all yeah. that kind yeah. of stuff happening. And um, so we were generating an income from that. And um, we used that. So I was thinking, you know, what What am I doing? I mean, am I just going to be popping pimples for my whole life? I mean, what is, what is this going? And, you know, I, I realized that um, let me use this to sort of, um, you know, show people how amazing dermatology is and um, what amazing specialty it is, but also be able... Now I have this platform to kind of show people or teach people how to take better care of themselves, yeah. s- their skin and also be aware of skin conditions. You know, I think... Um, There's a lot of misinformation. You know, we all Google something if you have something on you and and you get scared to death usually, you know, uh, about what you what you read. And so you never really know what's right out there. So to be able to do that and to be able to sort of fund all this, you know, starting this skincare line that we have, because now we have that that's really kind of the way to reach more people than people, you know, that are only able to drive to see you, you know, or travel to see you. That's the opportunity to use this exposure and this reputation that you can develop as a physician here, um, as a dermatologist to, to, um, Um, reach people. And so that's really what the skincare line too is about. And that started about a year ago um, where, you know, I'm trying to actually create a line that's different than other plastic surgeons or dermatologists, physicians. It's one that I want to specifically be known to bridge the gap between actually seeing a dermatologist and the vast majority of people who cannot see a dermatologist and are just confused about what to use. I mean, these are all products sure. that I would prescribe or recommend to my own patients. So I'm trying to educate people in my videos on what they should use or understand what their condition is
1: and then hopefully provide products. Because that it's that not they can a one-size-fits-all. We don't yes. have a, a something on our face or wherever right. on our body that needs help. You go to the drugstore, you go to Target, you go to whatever, and it's kind of there's a one Mm -hmm. size fits all. And you're saying, no, there's other ways depending on what that need is to to remedy that.
0: Yes. And I think for me, at least, I'm very into control. Like I know I'm a very I I have to have things a certain way that I, I like to be able to, you know, just function. And I think that that's important for a lot of people and my patients even when I stay in the office if you if they have a feeling of a sense of control because a lot of times if you have acne you just feel helpless yeah. Yeah. but if you have the knowledge and you feel like you understand what this is that this a pimple versus a blackhead or why this medication works you're more in, inclined to use the medications and probably feel better and yeah. um, proud about the outcome that you did something to yeah. make it
1: better absolutely and then so that specifically is the SLMD That's line the SLMD so skin. tell us about about your other platform, yeah. which is the Pretty Pimple platform. Well,
0: the Pretty Pimple, it, they all sort of work together to... Um, the Pretty Pimple is more of a blog or mm-hmm. or, or um, an informative website and, and really to help establish... You know, to provide articles that are still fun for the mm-hmm. millennials or people who are inter- interested in reading these articles, and still teach them uh, about their skin, but teach them the things that I know to be true, you know, or or based on fact at least, you know, yeah. as a, as a trained as a trained dermatologist. So um, so that really helps to reinforce the fact, you know, that that maybe I'm an
1: expert at, at that, and that helps to you know. I think it all works, all works together. Absolutely. I mean, as you sort of line things up, it's like, okay, they come to you through mm-hmm. the video. Like they see this video, then there's an opportunity to get even more information through the pretty pimple. Then there's an, an opportunity to get product and then they can even come to you if they want to. Yeah. So it's like, there's sort of this very direct path right. to Dr. Sandra Lee at the end of the day. Yeah, I suppose so. But that's a lot of pressure. It it is. You know what? I think what's cool about this is, and I don't know if you had ever intended to have the line Mm -hmm. of product. I mean, it would be very natural for a dermatologist to Mm -hmm. develop a line. But that you actually came at it from, I have an audience. I have a following. I have a group of the market, a segment of the market that is now a fan. So I'm not trying to make fans because I have product. I have fans. Right. And, and they came to me without any, I wasn't selling yes. anything. Yes. And now it sort of bridges the gap between we trust you, we're willing to buy from you. So you've sort of jumped a very major hurdle major for most brands. But I was lucky. So that yeah. was the lucky part that, you well, know. Well, you were lucky, but. Well, I worked at it. You but knew. I, you knew it was an opportunity to jump and Mm -hmm. you seized that, which is I think when most people miss their luck, Mm -hmm. right? There are opportunities and then they don't know how to take advantage of them. What, um, when you came up with the line and you first came out with it, were people like, finally, we have access to her. Like we have, we have a way to put our, or get our hands around something that I think so. But Dr. I'm, Pimple I'm, Popper provides. I mean, that happened too. I think the first thing we sold were
0: really um, comedone extractors. You know, okay, we had that? merchandise. That's the um, the oh, instrument that I yeah, used yeah, yeah. to pop yeah, blackheads. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was the, the obvious. And it's interesting because in the beginning here, you know, not telling my husband or my father, but even other people that I would work with in dermatology, they didn't really still understand. Like I was talking to one of our, you know, providers of instruments. And I was like, I want a thousand comedone extractors with my name. And he's like, what are you doing? I What, are you, do? what yeah. are you doing? Yeah. This is Black ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, like, they don't understand. <laughs> but I knew, I just had this feeling that like people who watch these, I mean, they're going to see me use this instrument and it looks so easy, you know, and it, it, it can be difficult, but it can be easy when you have great blackheads, you know. But, yeah. you know, it, it. it, you, it gets people yeah. wanting these things. And yeah. I thought, you know, if I can provide... They want to be
1: this person. They wish they were me doing this. So yeah. you provide. I them imagine there's to- some people who are gathering their friends in the living room for like oh, a yes. blackhead like party. Oh, yeah. Cause Absolutely. they they get this from you. They feel like they're they've been trained by you. Yes. Yes. Do you ever they have do. to say like don't do this at Absolutely. home. Absolutely. <laughs> you do? Absolutely. But I said, but you know what? I get the cutest things
0: out of little kids, like two-year-old, 3 or four, and playing Dr. Pimple Popper or asking, I want to white Dr. Pimple Popper. Like there, there are so many young young kids. Because the mother, I think, with yeah. she, the woman's into it and the kid watches it and yeah. they get obsessed with it.
1: And I think that's adorable. That is adorable, actually. Did you understand prior to all this what social media could be for you or was this sort of a… Hobby that you that your husband would have been like, What are you doing that you just enjoyed and thought, Oh, look, I'm getting some traction? I mean, most Um, of the time people come at that with some intention,
0: yeah. Well, I mean if that were to ever happen at any point, I knew I was going to jump on it. But I don't think that I I mean, obviously, it doesn't happen for the vast majority of people. So my intention is just like everybody else, you want to have followers, you just want to have fun with it, you want it to be interesting. Um, And actually, what else I just, I don't know, I, I, I actually was Went to go see somebody who, to color my hair because I saw him on Instagram and I immediately go, oh, my gosh, I and, love his hair. I yeah. want to go see him. You know, that is – so it's sort yeah. of the same moti- motivation that probably people see me. They see my stuff and they go, I want to see her. And so I had that same thing happen to me. And I went – this is before I started my Instagram. Yeah. And I went to see him and he had like a million followers or whatever. And I just thought, "Why? I mean, why can't I do why this? I? I mean, he – I mean, I, I – I think I have something that you don't see on the on social media that right. I, I, that, are, that is, you know, there's a smaller group of people. That you're competing against to 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 try to get you know seen and try to get you know attention. Mm. Now, all that being said, there's also another whole side here where it was hard in the beginning. I almost got kicked out multiple times from from Instagram, from YouTube, especially um, because my my videos people didn't understand that they were educational and they felt that they were for shock value. You know, like just but why would YouTube kick you
1: out for that? Even if it was. Um, it's
0: actually a little bit complicated. Back then, it was... They weren't kicking me out. What was happening is, apparently, there were, like, these pirates, like, people in other countries that steal your videos put strikes on your account, they get like, they get bots to like, say like, this is bad, you know, and then you get strikes uh, upon your account. And once you get three strikes, you're out. I see. So there are multiple times I get one strike, even two strikes that would immobilize my account. And you can't
1: touch these people. They're out. I, who knows sure. where they we are. You don't know where yeah. they are. And so they're
0: doing that. And then that was what they're creating doing. room
1: for themselves to go do something similar.
0: Yeah. Yes. And, and then now I have a new, so they want to take over my account and pretend there's a lot of fakes of my account. You know, they try to take over and take the views and it's changed now because now they've been a lot harder with the sure. ads. And now I have other issues more, you know, directly with YouTube, actually, yeah. <laughs> but more yeah. with with that because it's unfair that they consider my videos to be not um, ad friendly when sometimes I do collaborations with other um, big, you know, YouTube channels and they show my parts of my video and they're ad friendly like or TL, you know, or TLC, which I'm doing a show yeah. with they'll show videos and they'll be it'll be ad friendly so i just feel there's a, you know it's not fair it's it's not right but that's a whole nother story but it's interesting
1: you know? because that's made you sort of this social media like pioneer I learned a lot as yes. well like yes. how do we and because this is such a the wild wild mm-hmm. west these rules don't exist so it takes people like you who have to kind of it, push up against and say well wait do. a minute we do. what are we really saying here and that's an inconsistent statement that you're making mm-hmm. and so how do we fight that? So you've taken yes. you you're like champion I think I just got lucky too. Champion. Yeah, it's been
0: it it has been so different. And it continues to change. You know, they change the algorithm all the time sure. and you just have to um everybody eventually learns their way sort of around it or, you know, it, it's it's
1: complicated. But even so you've got three point seven million yeah. followers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you talked about your engagement and I want to talk about that for a second because I think a lot of people get confused, right? They think it's all about the total number versus how often these people come back, how engaged these right. people are, how how long they stick with you mm-hmm. in terms of a, 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 a mm-hmm. session. What do you think it is about a new extraction and a new pimple popping and a new. And I think
0: it's just you, if you ask a popaholic, they'll tell you that just gets them. A, they want to share this feeling. Yeah. They want to share this feeling with friends. Even somebody who can't detest, can't stand it, they tag three friends. Like, Can you believe this? What is this thing? You know, right. it's just something that you sort of share with people, maybe like a car, you know, a car accident yeah. or something you can't yeah. sort of look
1: away. Everybody's sort of rubbernecking um, or wanting to yeah. see what's over there.
0: Yeah, I, I think that that is real. I mean, that's ultimately how it grew so quickly in the beginning. Certainly. So you're not necessarily having to tell additional stories. It's like the continuous. No, what's interesting is in a way I'm a YouTuber, but I'm a YouTuber not in the sense that I have to think up a new storyline and an adventure yeah. every day. These are people who come to me, so it's like I'm doing my job, anyways, other than telling my staff to bring in the camera, you know, and like take a video of it at the same time. So. Um, so in that way, it 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 was good because that was I was able to still continue doing my regular job. But then I had this another job on top. But now that it's and I'm so lucky it's gotten big. Now it's like another real job. I was going <laughs> to say it's like like, two
1: jobs. You have four jobs. I do. I do. So have, you're yes. basically you spent some time in a lab coat trying to come up with the formulas for the product line. Then you've got this information for the blog that you're putting out. Then you're this sort of. Personality for the YouTube channel, and then you have your practice as a doctor. You're, you're stressing me out. Though. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm stressing out. I'm stressing out. But it's a it's a lot. I'm sure you're blocking time, and maybe we'll get into that in the second half, where you're sort of giving us advice. But I'm sure there's a way that you're you've figured out that you're managing um, it. I I don't know. I mean,
0: I I think I um I do it, and I have the energy to do it because I actually love it more. So that I just I just love the the uh, The accomplishment behind it, you know, it's it's just so amazing. It's just so fascinating to me, too. I just don't. I also I'm not a true popaholic myself. I do not Not need to pop people's pimples. I don't feel compelled. I don't like to watch other people's videos. I don't don't send me anyone's videos. I get sweaty and anxious
1: and I can't. So look that's at the control part. You know it's yes. your hands yes. or your instrument. Yes. You know what
0: the outcome is. I know to be safe and sterile and nobody's in pain and and that's the only way that I can deal with it, really. I can't watch somebody else doing it. It's been hard. It's actually been really hard this year. Um I just finished filming like my first um um, set of TLC. I have a show on yeah, TLC from all this is like crazy. And I have a book coming out too, which is also insane. I mean, when's what, the book coming happened? out? What is this? <laughs> I don't really get what's going on here. I don't. It's all from pimple popping. Uh, um, it's coming out, I think around the holidays. Okay. Okay.
1: Um, let us know. And course, then we'll, we'll, course, we'll share yes. it with our audience.
0: That's lovely. Thank yeah. you. And, uh, uh, so all especially the the um the show it, it was expe- especially tr- stressful because guess what it's me losing some control yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that was the hard thing for me because it's not just me there's other people there depending on what this is going to look like and what happens you know what transpires with my patient interaction and and I can't control it, you know. Sure. I can't control it so much. I can't say we're not going to film this one or we're not going to, you know. So that was very hard for me. Uh, I'm just recovering now. It's been a week. Yeah, <laughs> I've it's just come back to normal. Long. I
1: was sick too at the same oh, time, gosh. so that didn't help. But, um, but yeah. What do you it's think, think been, they saw in, I mean, obviously the numbers speak mm-hmm. for themselves, but what it, you need more. You need stories. So I think one of the things I wanted to say when you were talking about going to the guy who did your hair, who had Mm -hmm. the million followers, is that it is the pimple popping and the phenomena around that, but it's also you. It's people feeling comfortable with you. It's people feeling like they're gaining some expertise. Mm -hmm. You talked about your voice and it's Mm -hmm. very calming and soothing. And so what do you think TLC saw? What was the story behind the pimple popping? Because you just can't, otherwise it's just the YouTube channel repeated. Right.
0: I, I think the TLC channel is different. The TLC show is different. Um, it is showing on my videos, you really don't see my face mm-hmm. very much at all. If, mm-hmm. if at all, you might not even know who I was, just my voice, people right. here. And um, this shows more behind the scenes. The, this this TV shows, shows, it follows the patients. So you see oh, how nice. they are before dealing with it, maybe in their home yeah. and then coming and then he, getting nervous about coming to see me. And so like I'm sort of a part of it. I'm not like the main I mean I'm the person who's going to potentially change something here sure. but I'm not like the whole the whole it's a, a lot of it is about the people and I think people actually when it first aired I was freaking out like I cuz I Again this is like me not, not no control and I thought oh my god this is going out are, are people going to like it is, is this is ridiculous like I mean what did I was I thinking <laughs> and um, and people liked it like it got I think it beat their top show like the first night and I and the first night that it aired and it aired again the second night and it did as well the second night, and they said the attrition level was really um, low, meaning I think that means that people would watch it and they wouldn't leave or people would come on in a halfway and they
1: would stay till the end. So It um, sounds like a very human story. Yeah. I mean, everybody has dealt with on some level, whether it's, acne or just something about mm-hmm. their physical self that mm-hmm. they don't like. And you may like it too, because there's not much popping. Okay, see, G- I'm going grotes- to check it out. There's nothing much, not, not really
0: detailed. It's interesting because people, one one article that reviewed it said um, that, I thought that was really interesting. They said that in this day and age where we have reality shows where you try to create problems, you know, people mm-hmm. are doing fine and you try to create drama, mm-hmm. The, this is the opposite. It's like something that is very dramatic, yeah. and you're actually trying to make it normal. Yeah. and you and I treat it like it's normal. That's one thing that I do that I think people appreciate. They, I don't, I don't see someone go, "What is that? I what is that huge thing on your head?" Or, "Oh yeah. my god, you know, I can't like that's that's crazy. What you're what you're living with?" I treat them like that. You know that that's what they have, and I don't act like they are. Um, you know, um, I don't I don't make them feel embarrassed for what yeah. they have, and. Um, I think that was part of what people like in the show. It's almost like in this day and age right now with all this craziness we have everywhere that people almost want something crazy to become normal. They just want something to, to, you know, so that I think it was very interesting way to to look at this. And I think that's why maybe it also, again, the planets align. I think this is happening at a time when people are maybe looking for that or didn't know they were looking for that. And they realize that that
1: gives them a lot of satisfaction. So I want to go to the, and we, we all have to tune in. Do you know the night that that's on? Um, that is show. It started at the first showing was January 3rd. Okay. That's a special. I'm sorry. There was okay. a special. That's so the we'll first do, one. We'll now it's going, the, the series is
0: going to be in okay. July. I'm still taping. We're still okay. taping episodes. So okay. we have 12 episodes.
1: That's for. exciting! Oh yes, okay. No, That's more, more got exciting the Okay, we'll, we'll <laughs> give okay. you a break, a stress level break. <laughs> okay. So, let, this is another maybe stressful <laughs> okay. thing. That's okay. In in the skincare industry, and it is a, an industry that a lot of people try and get into because of the margins, right? But it's really hard when you're competing for space. I mean, you're you're yeah, the margins can be great, but if there's so much on the shelf and so much at these dermatological dermatological offices, dermalogical, mm-hmm. did I say dermatology, dermatology. Dermatology. Yeah. Either one. Um, so I want to talk to you about how you have taken the product outside of the fame that you've, uh, you know, or the fan base that is automatically going to try and use the product. How have you taken that same product and offered it to people who don't know you as Dr. Pimple Popper? How have I done that? I mean, I, I feel like, um, did I mention the book? And the maybe TLC? I should do that.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 oh, no. Okay. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I think um, all, all of this, that is really why I sort of agreed to do this TLC thing. For example, I uh-huh. didn't really want to do this. This is not what I was seeking out. And I mean, I'm so lucky, first of all, I should sure. say that by, I mean, I'm so lucky to have this um, offer, of course, and to have this opportunity, but that really wasn't what I wanted to do, but I knew that by increasing our exposure okay. to other people, it's going to obviously increase um, their exposure, their their sure. their interest in SLMD and, and my
1: skincare line. And like you just said, like when you were pointing at me and you were saying you might not be a papaholic, but you will like the show because there's this kind of human element. Yeah. So that's a new audience that can come and participate right. in your reading right. the blog or buying the product. And I think
0: that the demographics too, the people that watch my videos, 75% of them are female. Mm-hmm. And um, they're in that ra- that age range that everybody wants, that, um, you yeah. know, 18 to, to 33, a- yeah. 18 to 40, even 18 50 to yeah. 50. Um, they, that is the the kind of Sweet the, spot. yes, that's yeah. what everybody's looking for. And, and I think that um, me, I know that a lot of people, that are maybe papaholics in other words there's a papaholic in almost every group you can't there are not groups of <laughs> papaholics there them. is yeah, there yeah. It, there is somebody there yeah. it's interesting it crosses all you know religion ethnicity you know um region and yeah. so I feel like if I can reach that person, that person is going to tell their friends. Sure, <laughs> and that's kind of like how it spreads. I think too. So you know, if somebody, if this papaholic, for example, has a niece that has acne, you'll automatically hey, be you know, like, "Hey, I, I know I have- this uh, per- this acne line, and I think you should try. You trust it." And it, it's not just acne; that's the beginning of the SLND yeah. line, by the way. What so do you have for um, aging? Do you that makes obvious. You
1: have something for aging? We may have other things okay, soon. Okay, well, let's we'll talk see. about that after the show. <laughs> okay, okay. So, um, are you selling that product line exclusively through your own site, or is it? Can it be purchased elsewhere? Uh, we are at this point. It's it's all um, in our, on our own site, and I think a lot of people yeah.
0: do that right now. And yeah. I and I understand. So no, I don't have a business degree. I never taken a business class in my life. Yeah. So I can't really speak with your terms with all your abbreviations. I don't even know. I have to stop you if you start <laughs> talking to me about that. Oh, Cause I don't up. even know yeah. what those things mean. Um, but I I I see and I I it's more like I'm the kind of the concept person or the person that um, has sometimes crazy ideas that people scoff up, but sometimes I have ideas that they're like, oh, that's that's a really good idea, you yeah. know? Like,
1: And I think maybe because I'm outside of that box, maybe I understand that. I was going to say, you that. have the ability to think that. outside of the box. You're not restricted by, well, we can't do that. You're yeah. Like, oh, why can't we? But I
0: understand, though, that, you know, I think if you have... You know, I think we have interest in, you know, being in Target or Sephora or Ulta or th- those sorts of um, stores. But I guess there's differences with that, right? Because sure. then the margins are lower and you have yeah. to have product there. Yeah,
1: you have to have a lot right? of product. And, and the, or QVC or, you know. Th- and the buybacks can be painful if yes. it's a buyback yes. issue. So we've, we've heard people tell sort of those horror stories. And that's not to say that there aren't great opportunities yes. with no, those no. franchises Absolutely. and those stores. But that you know, h- hanging on to your own brand and the ability that you have to sell direct to consumer is huge. Yes. It's huge. But, and
0: one thing that's interesting, I was just reading today, um, one of the big skincare lines, um, Rodan and Fields, uh-huh. they, did you read this? And I think it was just recently, uh-huh. they um, are having, somebody's maybe getting a minority stake in it. And they were mentioned, they were talking about that company and saying that, um, the, uh, there's a lot of um companies that are looking for skincare lines where they are only doing direct marketing they're trying to actually snatch snatch those up which i found interesting um yeah. You know, just the strategies. And, you know, their strategy is different what they're doing. They do sort of that pyramid thing, you yeah. know.
1: Yeah. It's, yeah. Which would be, like, well, I don't know. We yeah. won't. Yeah, we won't I don't. I call it something else. <laughs> but I yeah. didn't,
0: I'm sorry. Don't put that in there. No, 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 no. Okay. No, it's, no, because I, I think we this. all understand
1: that. Like, we yeah. hear that and we understand, like, oh, okay, how does that work? How... How are they distributing their goods? Right. Is it through just homes yeah. and other women? Right. Are they? But I understand over the counter? that because sure. I do, and
0: I thought I've thought about that because I do have these like millennials that listen and they, why wouldn't they want to make an yeah, extra have a college, college ambassador who's yeah, yes, selling the right? product. right? That, yeah. that would be cool. Yeah. Get a trip to Turks and Caicos if sure. they sell the you know, or sure. something like that. I mean, I, I can understand. be a college ambassador.
1: <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah. it would be weird to get on <laughs> campus.
0: But anyway, Yeah. Like that um,
1: Melissa McCarthy I could movie just that's
0: see coming, you showing your uh, Let me show you my acne, yeah. this acne line. Here. I realize,
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it. But you know, it,
0: it's it's sh- it's fascinating to yeah. me though, because this is not what I do, and it's it's kind of fun. It's like a no. It's like a less stress on me because I have my day job. Yeah, you know, it's not like the everything
1: is on this. It's I mean, it is. All, yeah, it's, it's not all my eggs are not this on this particular right. thing working out. I still have my day job. I still go back to that. Well, that's an interesting lesson because basically, what you're saying is, in having the freedom to do that, I can be more creative and maybe even innovative. So, for those of us who don't have that day mm-hmm. job, it's a good lesson to know. Hey, if if we use that freedom to think outside of the box. Mm-hmm and to not hang on so tightly, perhaps that more unique or innovative opportunity will come to mind. So I want to ask you something really quickly before we transition into the sort of getting all the goods out of you as an expert, but what's been the hardest part? Do you think, you said you don't have a business degree. You don't come from that. You're clearly a business-minded person. What do you think has been the hardest part of launching this um, to date? Launching everything outside of your practice, everything you do you didn't know. And then what would you say is the hardest part in running it and keeping up with all of it?
0: Well, I think uh, well running it or even launching it, I can't do this alone. I mean, yeah. this is not up to this is not up to me. I have to work. I'm seeing, you know, for example, I sometimes so so what I did actually is my my brother is in business. Yeah. And so I actually hired him. He runs my Dr. Pimple Popper sort of um business headquarters yeah. and that's all in, you know, in Culver City yeah. and in Los Angeles. And so I work in my office. And um, some and because he's my brother, I can yell at him sometimes. Like, why are you giving me this? I got to do this. Pro-. He tells me, you know, I got to do this promotion, or I got to do, you know, this or that, or you know, with that. And I'm I'm working, and and yeah, I'm and I'm I, busy. I yes, <laughs> and I and I and my work is. You know, even though a dermatologist's life is not necessarily as stressful as other physicians' lives, it's mm-hmm. still like you're, you know, people are depending on you sure. and they have, you know, and so it's very stressful to me sometimes. And so I bring on all this stress. And and so the hardest part, I mean, the hardest part for me is to, I mean, I. I and the nice thing is it's my brother and I trust him and I know he's doing great and he's done so great for, for the company. But I, I I sort of have to let that go. And, you know, um, And again, that's my control thing. But I also know I can't do it. Like I don't have the business. I mean, I understand concepts, but I don't, I can't go and meet people and do, you know, I can't do any of those things. I can't, you know, we have a whole big staff there. I can't, I can't do all, all these. um, But it's actually been interesting because it's a different staff that I didn't really no, you know, millennials are wonderful, but they work in a totally different way yeah. than, than yeah. I'm used to working. And yeah. And uh it's just really interesting seeing, but they're so um, you know, just uh creative and just you know, bright eyed, bushy-tailed kind of thing. And and so it's really And really they understand invigorating. the digital space they in a do. different way. And they are the people that, that I'm yeah. trying to tap into sure. really.
1: And they so they understand themselves. They sure. understand
0: what they're looking for. Can I tell you
1: something that's gonna make you happy? Okay, I just well. heard this the other day. Um It was an interview with Oprah and they said something about how she has the ability to be, um, I'm going to misquote it, but it was, she has the ability to basically organize all these things and be on top of it. And she said, oh no, basically you're mistaken. I have the ability to put people around me that know how to do all these things so I can be alone with my thoughts. And I That's thought That's nice. Oh, who are those people? And how do we get them? And <laughs> you'd be know, like to right, be wealthy. I was like that. We've to, to make all that thoughts. money yeah. that we that we can hire all this. People. Yes. But I thought but you it's know, true. Even you do at have that to delegate. You do to, have yeah. to learn how yeah. to do
0: that and, you know, but it is hard. It is hard. It's, it's like the hardest thing. I, I don't know how, it, the hardest thing is just being able to manage all these things for sure. me and, and really feel like I have the time. Cause I have a family too. I have two kids. Sure. I have my husband. I have my friends. You have and yourself. I, yeah, myself, my sanity. And I have been burning the, the candle at both ends. It's been hard, but. Part of it is I sort of like that. I was not a type AAA when I was a kid. I don't know how I got there, but I am there.
1: <laughs> that's what I you am. Cross the finish, yes, and the mean, that's finish what, that's line. Yes, I that's the
0: kind of person that I've become all of a sudden. I look at myself. and
1: Well, we're going to try and get all that wisdom out in the okay. second half of the interview. So basically now, thank you for sharing your story. I think it's really interesting to see how you've been able to really sort of n- not just create all these roles for yourself, but for a brand that has a life that's bigger than you and can serve tons of people. What would you say to a listener who has a brick and mortar and is trying to figure out, I don't want to just be a local cupcake shop. I don't want to, I want to somehow serve a wider audience. How do you recommend they really trying to amass a, a more national following based on your history and what you right. know to be true? Well, first of all, I should
0: say that I don't know if... You have to decide whether you really... W- are you wanting this more national audience just to have the numbers, yeah. to have the followers? Or are you actually think you're going to get business for them? See, For me, example, you know, we do a lot of cosmetic dermatology in my office, a lot of Botox and fillers. Yeah. But I wouldn't expect somebody to travel from New York to sure. get Botox and fillers with me. So if that is your company, if you're, if you're a provider that's only providing those sorts of things, I mean, how, how are you going to differentiate yourself from other people, right. that, 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 like thousands of people between you and them, that they're going to not choose mm. and, and choose you instead. Um, so I don't know. There must be something fa- magical about pimple popping that <laughs> makes them <that laughs> come that far. But, um, but that's the thing. I think that what it was is I f- sort of realized or, or that, that I had to differentiate myself. I mean, when I first started, there weren't a lot of dermatologists or, or surgeons um, or, or any doctors on the Internet um, doing this. But I really um, sought... I mean that's why it's Doctor Pimple Popper. That's why it's not just Sandra Lee, MD, sure. dermatology. Um, you know, I've always felt that for somebody to really kind of get big, you sort of it. It it it's very helpful to have something that differentiates you. You know, like I've given people an example instead of a chef, be like the naked chef, or the, yeah. you know, or sure. something that's going to make you sure. different. Um, and those are the sorts of things that we like that were interesting, you yeah. know, um, not just a, someone who does cooking, but the really tiny
1: kitchen where you cook it yeah. on a really small scale or something, yeah. you know, or with think- only five ingredients or whatever. Right. I really like what you said about, are you amassing this audience just for the sake of it? Or are, is there something you're wanting to do with it? And perhaps that ends up informing Because if you're, how you're, you do it. Yeah. And it, because if you're, you're thinking that that is going to get you
0: more money or more income, not necessarily. I mean, somebody's not going to travel that far. You're still you're still depending on this this fan base that is within driving, you know, that you're that you're close enough that they can get to.
1: So I'm going to switch a little bit over to the skincare line. There are people that are listening that probably are tinkering right now in their kitchen with some sort of formula, some sort of oil, some sort of something to put on their face, and they'd love to one day be able to package it and sell it. What's a precaution? that you would like to share with our listeners who are thinking about that? It could be legal. It could be medical. It could be just creating the formula and having it, you know, trademarked and copyrighted. And, you know, the what is, what is the thing that you want to say to them? Hey, watch out for this. I'm going to defer to Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> what she said.
0: <laughs> no, but, What she said. Yeah. I, I, you know, I don't, I cannot, my head will implode if I have to yeah. think of all those things too. I need somebody to help me now. I'm going to be somebody that is involved, and I'll tell you, I want this sort of thing. You know, oh, I want that sort of thing. You want, but how but to get from A to B? You but bring on somebody person, to do. Namely, it. my brother. Better figure out. You know, yeah. Better make sure that's not going to be a little brother a, or a big brother? A brother. I could tell. Yeah, I,
1: ca- I have I little brother. I knows I, was he like, knows I could tell. Even though I I know, he might and be bigger, I need to sometimes
0: yeah. just like yeah. I feel bad because
1: yeah. sometimes I just like because he's my brother. And the next minute, I love him. You know. know what I mean? It doesn't. Of course. Of course. So really it sounds like finding the experts around you that can help you navigate some of those waters, especially the legal waters, the medical waters, the how to get it on the shelf waters, how to distribute it. Okay. That's helpful. And then you know, no longer can we talk about social media being an option. It really yes. is something that uh, it, perhaps you, f- you figure out which platform is more meaningful based on your demographic. If you have an older demographic, maybe Facebook is the place to go. If you're no- more news focused, maybe Twitter is the way to go. If you're super visual and there's some more story than maybe Instagram or mm-hmm. YouTube. Mm-hmm. But we really have to stay in that game. And brands have to do that.
0: Yeah, you know what I've said. Well, specifically, I've I've told other physicians. I mean, this is what I believe. You know, I think like a generation ago, when you were looking up doctors, you'd look in the yellow pages. Sure. You know, now do those we, exist? Do, I don't even you know. know. Yeah, no. now we now we get uh, now we look at Yelp or we Google them. Yeah. And I think in the near future, people are going to expect. That you have a yeah. social media page, they wanna know what you look like, they yeah. wanna know how you speak, what kind of patients yeah. you treat, your before and afters. They're gonna ex-
1: see your office, you know, they're gonna yeah. sort of expect that. And I think that's the kind direction. of a way to pre vet you. Mm-hmm. So, what would you say for you, knowing that you had mainly a millennial audience through the YouTube channel in particular? what did you try and focus on in terms of, it's it's really hard to focus on all social media, inc- you know, from Pinterest to to Twitter to YouTube. To, what did you, was it intentional to say, I'm really going to focus on Instagram
0: and YouTube? And, no, it wasn't really intentional. It was more where I was interested in myself, what I was, what okay. I was comfortable with. And, um, and uh, i think that they just worked well for it i mean i think instagram really worked well for what i was doing the way that they would i mean they were more specific if you liked or you know that way they worked yeah. if you if you if you mentioned if you liked something it increased your visibility sure. if you tagged people it increased
1: your visibility sure. and that
0: was all what this that was what it was all about people it was inciting
1: some kind of feeling in people and they were sharing it with their it friends It's like was almost like the mechanism was intrinsic to what you were showing and yes, so therefore it, it built. Other so, than the fact that we were the
0: only people with like cysts exploding well, on their Instagram right next to, yeah. you know, food food yeah. videos and things like that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that was the problem. That, you know what actually
1: happened is, yeah. interestingly,
0: I mean, I almost got kicked out a few times because they would say this is graphic content and you got warnings, you know, what not. Wait a actually, minute. Actually, there were other that, doctors'
1: graphic content, but I've seen some crazy stuff. Hey, that, this is my life, right? I, I wow. Get on my side
0: then. Get on I, my side. I, I, I'm <laughs> I on I your side. I am on your side. Um,
1: but I'd like, much <laughs> rather my 10-year-old and 14-year-old yes, and 12-year-old then, uh-huh. run into Dr. Pimple Popper than some of the other stuff yes, I have to try. Yes, and protect yes. them. It's it's crazy. And so it's sort
0: of sort of like a double standard. But interestingly, I think I got saved by
1: Selena Gomez. Okay. Uh, how did Selena Gomez save yeah. you, Dr. Sandra <laughs> Lee? Tell us that story. I wish I had met her. I've met her in real
0: life <laughs> because I would thank her because there was an app, ep- there was like an uh, interview and uh, the CEO of Instagram was interviewing her and another celebrity and asking them, who do you think are the most creative, what's a crea- right. most creative Instagram page? And she mentioned my page. <gasps> and all of a sudden it was like, ah, oh, nothing could touch me anymore. Like all of a sudden wow. nobody. Yeah. I mean, knock on what don't don't yeah. listen to this CEO of Instagram. <laughs> but <laughs> But, but yes, yeah. Selena Gomez, that was, that was the big, that was one of the big ones. I mean, that was a nice thing too. Celebrities would see this and they'd mention it, you know, sure. and, and again, like you never know when there's a popaholic in the bunch, you know, Lucy Hale just re- recently went on um, the Late Late Show and talked about her love of pimple popping, you know, and, um,
1: Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah, so, do you, you know, sell T-shirts? Like, yes, we do. Uh, we oh have, my gosh, you do! <laughs> we have a
0: Doctor Pimple Popper and Chill. I you know because people watch yes. it on so Netflix, and then we have like Popaholics Unite, and uh, yeah.
1: Oh my gosh, you have to see our socks. I have. I always talk about our socks. Okay, what are our your socks? socks?
0: They are. You, they're long socks. Okay, well, hands. just for
1: you listeners, we'll get an image oh, of the yes. socks and post it in the show notes. But they're okay. hands,
0: and they're so you put your feet up, and you can pop someone's head. It's like a pimple. You just pop.
1: Yeah. God of everything, and she says she's not a businesswoman. <laughs> um, okay, so so you basically, in terms of the social media, you really look to see. This is what I'm comfortable using. Yes. My audience is in this space, and oh, look, it actually benefits us based on what we're trying to show. Yeah. So the advice there is to really well, take but, a look at that.
0: But I will say, um, Facebook has the most eyes on it. But this was all also before this sort of like yeah. Facebook fiasco. Yeah. And I feel like I almost like I saw, I mean, I didn't know this time, but I saw that. Because I because yeah. I could see like that they were allowing me to, if I promoted videos, I could tell like I want somebody that's 21 to 24 with blonde hair yeah. that likes, you know, race cars. Or I could so specify it. And I just, yeah, I, I never really, I never trusted them completely. Like I just felt myself like I... I I didn't really like the um I don't know it was just this feeling that I had and so I didn't really get into Facebook that's probably my my we have like about almost about 2 million followers there but we didn't we didn't really build that up so much um I still be, no 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 I no I'm not wow. saying but I, I think um it, it um, Facebook I had problems with in the beginning cuz you know and YouTube it all started with YouTube where you could monetize things mm-hmm. and that's really what we used to pay for everything you know fund everything else and um You couldn't monetize on Facebook, and Facebook was, this was back in the day, it's like, So
1: you see how many things have changed since then. It is and you couldn't back monetize there. Like eighteen months ago, right, it right? Used to be that it was yeah. a, like a ten-year window. But and then no you, longer. what would happen if people would steal your videos yeah. and then
0: they would put it on and you know and it wouldn't yeah. wouldn't would take away from it. Why you know? Sure, so right. I didn't want to post videos there because I didn't want them to just take them and and then mo- Facebook it much gets money easier from it, not platform
1: me. Platform to to dilute your message on Facebook than it was. It'll be interesting to see what happens now yeah. and and how they switch things up. So we've talked about how busy you are. We were all exhausted. We all took, there's four of us in the room. We took a sigh of relief when we talked about all the things you're doing. What apps, platforms, um, organizational tools do you use to sort of keep yourself both sane and on top of things? You mean things that don't have to do with yeah. Dr. Yeah, just an app oh on your God, phone about I, um, with your calendar. Guess or, what I do. <laughs> okay, if you say pen and paper, are you going to say pen no, and paper? No, no. Oh, oh yes! I was going to high-five you anyway. <laughs>
0: <I'm> gonna, <laughs> <laughs> no, because no. I still do the
1: pen and paper thing. Uh, but, oh, I tra- oh, but I've oh, learned I to transfer okay. everything okay. to it. No, various. I thought you were talking
0: about what games I like to play. Oh, what games like do you play? <laughs> well, well, <laughs> so we haven't heard that. It's so funny because I play games – that like a, on your phone? That, uh, yes, I. I. That's how I. And I have to play yes. games that are time management games where I am trying to organize. That's what I do. Oh okay, is you that really weird? do have like an yeah, a, have like a, a phone, like maybe. a control. No, no, it's that, but that's <laughs> but it's what like, is I, it? I like what to is juggle it? like trying to do a bunch of things and making sure everything comes out right. But that's that's, but that's part that's, of your what life. I, yeah, I mean and, that's your and, life. so it's sort of like. I don't know why. I li- I don't know why I like that. That's really weird. I like to multitask. I like to do yeah. that. Um, you know, they say you can't do it as well. You can't do each thing as well. But I think that was a man running that study, you know? <laughs> I
1: don't know. <laughs> I love it. So is there something that you do or somebody that you have in place that helps keep you organized? Yes. I mean, I have assistants
0: and okay. I have my staff at work that yeah. know me well and that, um, you know, know what, you know,
1: what I, what I need. And how do what you I all want. communicate? Is there any sort of online, do you guys use a tool? No, there, no, no. You're, no it's old you talk? School. Yes, you we you? talk to each other. But you know, what's <laughs> what interesting nonsense. is as a yeah. female, um, I
0: think, you know, my, my husband works with me. we both work there, but, um, Uh, he's the boss with certain things and I'm the boss of certain Mm -hmm. things, sort of. And, And I feel the trouble is, for me is I get too vested in because I'm more of a, it's a female, you know, I care about, I want to know about their lives. And I'll ask my husband about his assistant. So did you know she had a baby? He's like, I didn't even know. I don't don't know. I didn't (laughs) didn't know what's going on. Yeah. I mean, something (laughs) like that. It's like crazy. You know, he doesn't know. I didn't know she got married, you know, or something like that. And I mean, like, I know those things because, but it, it, it affects, you know, Your relationship with people. I'm sure Sure. you guys see that, you know, because it's you care about them and and there's just a um, but it's 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 nice. I mean, I feel like I'm almost like their mother, you know, because we spend a lot of time with each other, you know, and um, I don't know. I'm going kind of off subject here. But, you know, I think um, that's um, it's just a difference in the way that we manage sort of. Do you keep your own calendar, or does somebody? keep I no, I have my own calendar, and um, my my assistant is is digital. It is, it is. It's like iCalendar or something like that. Okay, great. Wow, is there something better? See, maybe I don't know. I use iCalendar. Okay. Oh, Google. No, I use Google Calendar.
1: I used to use Google Calendar, and it it was too hard to invite millions of people into it. I on my. I don't invite people. Private (laughs) calendars. I need to know what my kids are doing all the time. Okay. So, um, okay, statistically, we keep hearing about how m- uh, women are outpacing men in terms of starting up businesses. Did you know that? Mm. No, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. But we're also failing at record pace. And I believe it's just because we don't have the history. We don't have the history, the scaffolding, the boys clubs, the, all the things that men seem to have to support one another. Um, and we also don't have as much access to funds in terms of mm-hmm. uh, angel and venture money and, and that's changing. And thank, thankfully that's changing. Do you have any thoughts on why you think that might be true? Um, for me, and maybe it, I don't know if
0: it's the specialty I'm in or the, though I'm a surgeon and probably more people feel that men would be surgeons. I've never felt that, I was different because I was female. I never yeah. went, I, so I almost feel like g- becoming, it's almost like to me, that that's just what it is. I mean, there's just, I, I don't know if I would judge somebody. I don't judge myself thinking that I'm less, I, I can't do something because I'm female. I never, yeah. ever, ever think that. So I think, uh, and I feel that's the way kind of it should be. I mean, I don't, I don't think that, um, uh, I don't feel that I'm treated different. I don't feel that anyone ever says that either. In my videos, they don't say, can you believe she's a female and sure. she does this? Like, or that sure. I, I've never thought that I couldn't reach somewhere because I was female. Um and so, but but do I I don't know why that would happen. I would think maybe because more of them are. are you know, getting, getting into business in those shows that they have a high, the more of them are failing, just the same number, but there's more female.
1: There is that. I don't know. I mean, statistically that's going to happen. I,
0: I, I don't know. I don't know why that. Do you think that um, there, there is a, that, that they feel like they don't have the camaraderie, the support. I think
1: there's a lot of things that are at play. I think, you make a good point in terms of sheer numbers. I think the support is not there in the same way. It's totally changing in the last five years. It's changed incredibly with the onslaught of um, coaches and consultants and bloggers who were talking about things to do. I also think there's a little bit of a, let me tinker with this little thing and call it my business. And they're not really pouring themselves into it or they're doing it very part time because they're they have other also responsibilities. Yes, and so I think there's a lot of things at play. I think there's a social conditioning. I don't, you know, this is my side thing. This mm-hmm. is my this is my hobby. That oh, maybe I'll try and monetize it. And I think they're getting more and more serious about. No, I I actually want to I want to make this my career. I want to I want to do something here that um that I can pour myself into, and then they need the scaffolding to pour themselves into uh, that if they're. A mother and they've taken on that role full time. Yeah, maybe they don't devote their energy to
0: it completely because they feel like I actually, it's like an easy way out. Like you can say, well, I actually, you know, I am a mother. I have, you know, I have other responsibilities, so I can't do get into this fully. Or it's okay because
1: I'm not going to put all energy because I have this other, I have to do. I suspect we will see in the next 10 years. dramatic shift mm-hmm. in those numbers that we will see How exciting. women who are more scaffolded it is very exciting it is very exciting okay parting entrepreneurial advice what do you want to say to our listeners like hey go out and do your own thing but or go for it cuz whatever a warning positive wisdom i mean um
0: recognize opportunities when you can, I would mm. say, you know, make sh- you know, if you, if you're, if you see a little spark of something or have an idea, um, you know, act on it, try, try it out. I mean, yeah. I think, and be, uh, likely too, you'll be passionate about that then. Yeah. And you'll really, um, uh, you know, it'll light a fire in you and you'll want to do something, you want to yeah. make that bigger. Uh, that's what I would say. I think, uh, you know, I always like kind of, joke because you know for a der- for a dermatologist for me as a physician in general there's a ceiling you hit because you are the rate limiting step mm-hmm. you can only make as much money if we're talking about money it, as as you can work yeah so I've always kind of joked but also been in jest you know when yeah. I was you know for the last few, many years that I would like to make money when I sleep. Like how can you make money when you sleep? You know, what can you do that you can generate something where I don't physically have to be there? Cuz sure. that's really what it what it's all about. So sure. a lot of doctors hire other physician, you know, physician extenders or you know, they they do that sort of thing and Um, You know, I just thought I just when I saw this, I thought this is a way that you can generate something when you sleep, you know, I don't um, I can post video. This is stuff I have at work. I'm doing it right. 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 I I have to do that. And why don't I, if I can create videos or I can create this content that can generate something while well, I'm not even around, I'm, I'm, I don't even have to look at it or I have to do anything. I can eat potato chips while I yeah. watch TV, watch Real Housewives or something right. at the same right. time. That's fabulous. And then that's what, how it kind of really kind of started. And then I realized this is a thing. Let me see what we can do with it. You yeah, know? that's really
1: kind of what I My takeaway from this is you are in fact a great business person and oh, the fact Sadie, that you're that means saying, so much to me the, the fact that mm-hmm. you're able to say those two things and that you understand you understood that there was an opportunity on mm-hmm. YouTube and you jumped on that and then the fact that you were able to say how do i create not only recurring income but how do i figure out how to scale who i am and what i have to offer and so I don't definition. Really know what scale means it means exactly <laughs> what you said. Oh, now, okay. scale doesn't mean grow. A lot okay. of people think that sale, scale just means to grow. Well, you can grow your business as a solopreneur doing the same thing over and over and hiring lots of people. Mm-hmm. Scale is really the ability to massively distribute, create, produce everything with an equal margin. It's it's the ability to take that on. So your s- scale mechanism is going to be your that, product. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, that's your product, <laughs> right? Because there's only so many of you. Uh-huh. Yes. And your YouTube would could be if the YouTube platform was slightly different in terms of ad rates and things like that. But for you, it's really their product.
0: Yeah, and for me too, when, when you're saying that, that it is me, that is the, a little bit of what I... Uh, I'm a little concerned about. It. I don't want it all to be about me as much because I feel yeah. that 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 makes the responsibility too heavy sure. on me. You know, that I have to, again, it's going back to me being there, me being present or me having a, yeah. you know, so that's what I'm trying to, that's the step that I'm trying to kind of Well, and you
1: trying to do it, you've you've taught us all a lesson through this podcast. Know. You guys so, me so, about thank you. scale. No, it's <laughs> awesome. So we do this thing, we end all our podcasts with this fun thing we call the quick six. So I'm going to yeah. ask you six quick questions and just answer whatever comes to mind. Do you prefer a nine to five or a flex schedule? Nine to five. Okay. Um, would you rather vacation in the mountains or on the beach? The beach. But so with you, sunscreen. Okay. But, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well said, well said from the dermatologist. Um, would you rather work at home or from an office? If I worked at home, I would
0: never wear underwear and I would
1: have like <laughs> Cheeto stains on my fingers. I have to get out. I can't, I cannot work from home. Yeah, I love it. Um, thanks for that. That's <laughs> hilarious. Um, do you like working alone or with a team? I think I like both. Yeah. I mean, I definitely do things alone. Um I feel
0: like sometimes I'm the only one that can do it and I probably have a problem sometimes multitasking. But if you have a great team with you, like the people that I work with, I I love working with them. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then I think this is the hardest question, but Thai or Mexican food? Oh, that is hard.
0: Well, I'm... (laughs) My my nationality is very close to Thai. Okay. So I definitely grew up on that similar food, okay. but my best friend is Mexican and she's oh. really gives, she. I, I know, I mean, I love Mexican food too. So, oh my gosh, what I, I'm going to have to go with my family, family, yeah. though I love my friends. Yeah, <laughs> Don't get mad at me, Raquel.
1: I love you, but I, I would have to go Thai. Okay, I love it. How does, about you? What do you like? Thai. I mean, I love Mexican. I love Mexican, but I I there's something like about all does, those
0: flavors. I feel like you have to give like vanilla versus Rocky Road or something because yeah. my husband
1: would be vanilla. Oh, but <laughs> see, it's, be like, it's, it'd be like roast that's beef or too something. too easy. Everyone has a problem with this. There are a few people that are just like, mm. never mind. It's totally <laughs> one or the other. Do you like
0: it spicy? I do like it yeah. spicy. Although very recently, because I watch YouTube, I've I've been on these the like, kick of with this mukbang. Do you know what mukbang? Yeah, yeah. Do you know about when you what you no. people just eat and stuff. people just watch people eating. Okay. food. Sorry, I I digress. Need, I'm so
1: confused. <laughs> but I, <laughs> but I I um
0: I got obsessed with ramen. My oh, my yes. kid, he's like you're like a ramen aficionado right now. He made me laugh because he's like 11 saying that. Yeah. But I got this 4x ramen and I. Realized I thought I could do spicy. I cannot do spicy. Okay. I had one bite Four of that. Four X is like a
1: heat level. I, yeah, I oh could. I don't know what
0: that means, but I could literally take one bite and I couldn't eat any
1: of it. And I, it was. I was. I felt very bad about myself. No, <laughs> I know I've eat. done that before. We have a local like, Indian what? place, and you, you, right, you. It's on a scale of one to ten, the heat level, and I said ten, and they're like, "Are you sure?" And I was like that's Indian me. spicy that's a whole nother level I of course I ate it all because my you whole did? family was watching and I was I had to do it and I was like sweating and but wow did I have like serious like shakes like, like, like yes like, oh my gosh what have I done to my but, body but yeah. I I still do what like it, it, it
0: spicy you do I, 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 I do like, do it like it too, spicy too but that was too there that is too a much. too spicy
1: yeah there is a too spicy at some point you're not tasting anything it's just Sorry. like it's just have you also seen this other YouTube channel I got mm-hmm. Hot Ones
0: no, are we? Oh, oh this, this is really interesting. <laughs> this <laughs> is this guy has all these buffalo wings and he interviews like celebrities okay. and he does it with increasingly hot spices. And so um, they and then you have to get answer questions. Like, well, you can he get. just it, the, yeah. it decreases your inhibitions. They're sweating and then they're
1: just like, ah, oh, I gotta answer, you know, and they it's interesting to do that. Smart. Uh-huh. Okay, <laughs> last question. So this podcast is called Liberty Sessions. Our URL is libertyforher.com. Um, The brand is called Liberty and it's because we are so excited and passionate um, about seeing women liberated through these entrepreneurial endeavors, through pursuing their venture, their calling. What does it mean for you, um, Dr. Sanderley, to be liberated?
0: Well, I... I I don't really understand what this question is. I mean, I think you're saying as a female, being somebody that's more free and able to as do whatever human, I want. If it as for a human, you
1: goes from, right to the female thing, then no, I, hear I would that, say, yeah.
0: I don't, it doesn't matter to me if I'm feeling, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, yes, I am liberated. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I would say that. I, liberated. I feel liberated. I mean, yeah. I don't
0: really. Do you think it's through your work, your life, being you a mean, mother, being, something being satisfying or being yeah. like, yeah, I, I'm happy where I am. I'm happy with with how my life is going. And it's I know I'm on this journey and I'm still on this journey. And it's just fun. It's yeah. fun. And, um, you know, whatever it be, I still have my family and my friends and, my, you know, and I still have my job as a dermatologist. I can go back to freezing warts and, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. cutting out cysts without the camera there. Yeah but it's just a fun ride. I mean, this is just something that's come along and it's just making things interesting.
1: I love the perspective. That's awesome. Thank you so much for being with us. This was really fun. This was really fun. Liberty road is broadcast on all platforms, Apple podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Google podcast, and more. If you like what you've heard, please follow, rate, and review Liberty Road on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It helps us to know if these episodes are inspiring and equipping you to move into your middle third with intention. Liberty Road is created by executive producer Netta Jones, supervising producer Elizabeth Windham, producer Julia Windham, and music by Jack Jones.